Good morning, church. Good to see everybody's faces on Zoom. Uh, it's my first time preaching with Zoom in front of me to see all the congregation, as well as those over here. So it's really, really strange, but God's good. And uh, um, we praise God that we are able to do church this way, one way or the other. So um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kwesi, and I am continuing our theme and our, our topics that we're doing on sit, walk, stand, um, as we take the book of Ephesians and break it down for it to speak to us in, in, you know, in God's way, um, and also as we reflect on this little book by Watchman Nee called Sit, Walk, Stand, um, which is uh, kind of reverberates what the scriptures are saying in, in Ephesians. So I'm continuing that theme, and I'm still, we are today on the walk part of the theme, which is our life in the world. You know, walking is the, is the practical living which involves our relationship with each other. And uh, to walk really means to conduct ourselves, to comport ourselves um, to others, to other one's behavior. Um, and in a state that, you know, it, it is practical. If sit denotes our position in, uh, in, in, in Christ or in heaven where we find ourselves, as we've been here in the last couple of weeks, sitting shows our position, especially if you look at the cross, the, the vertical position. Then our walk is considered the horizontal position, which is our relationship with, with each other and the people around us. So we are going to carry on today, and today we are focusing on the part of Ephesians chapter 5, and um, we, I'm taking on verse 1 to 21. And I'm going to read from the Bible because, you know, the Bible is the best commentary we can ever think of. And therefore, you know, as we read together, we will, we will digest it and we'll, we'll let it speak to us ourselves. I'm going to read from NIV version as it comes up on your screen in front of you. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dear, dearly beloved children, and live a life of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But amongst you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or of greed. Because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be any obscenity, foolish talk or cause joking which are out of place but rather thanksgiving. For, for of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a man is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with, with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath come upon those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. Verse eight, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Leave us children of light, for the fruit of the light consists of goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to, meet, to mention them um, what disobedient, the disobedient do in secret. But everything but, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible, for it is light that makes everything visible. 
This is why it is said, I wake, all, I wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Verse 15, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, Al was talking about B as the meaning of Deborah in when we're looking to Supergang. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord always, giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. You see, this is important for us to see what imitators means. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 tells us that we should be imitators of God. Be imitators of God, dearly beloved one, and walk in love. Imitation, the word imitation comes from the Greek word mimesis. And the main part of training of a Greek orator, where they have learned things from theory, and then they go on to imitation and before they go on to practice. I remember myself when uh, I was in medical school and I was doing surgical training. Um, I had a, a, a tutor, uh, a, an old, star, old school um, surgeon known as Mr. Fieldman. And he, I remember him teaching me in Stepney Green Hospital, the old Stepney Green Hospital. I don't think it exists anymore. And he said, in surgical training, you need to... Learn the theory. He said, you can see you can read everything from the textbooks, a browse, which is a textbook we used to use. And he said, don't just browse it, just assimilate the theory. But also you need to watch me when I practice. Watch me when I suture. Watch me when I throw, throw the, the threads. Watch me when, when I make the stitches. And also you can be able to put that into practice. It's one of those things that we learn on, on, on the course that, you know, you see one, you, you do one and you teach one. And that is, that is the way it has been. In the same way, in the, Greek, uh, in the Greek world, the orators understood how to be imitators of their teachers. See, when we sit, we sit in grace and truth. And that was a, a good position for us to be in. That is a good position for us to assume in. But when we walk, we walk in love and in light. Our Christian walk needs to grow deep from the grace and the truth of the sitting position to a sensible and visible love and light in our walking position. So let's look at love and light. The scripture tells us that God is love. God is love. First John chapter 4 verse 8 tells us that whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. The Bible also tells us in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, that God is light. In him, there is no darkness. So grace is the expression of love and love is the source of grace. In the same way, truth is the revelation of light and light is the origin of truth. God's love is revealed through Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that his sacrifice, his sacrifice on the cross to give us forgiveness so that you and I will have access to the presence of God. He said we should imitate Jesus in this way, in his love. In the same way, 
we love one another in the same way we forgive one another. Jesus is also known as the light of the world. First John chapter 1, verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. We imitate, imitate Jesus in this. We are the light of this world. We have to shine in this dark world. We have to shine in the dark world. You know, the world will only see the way we walk. They don't really understand the way we sit. Because our sitting position comes to a revelation when we know who we are in Christ. But to the world, the only Bible they will read is how we walk, how we conduct ourselves, how we comport ourselves. We ought to be the light of this world. We ought to imitate Jesus who is the light of this world. Our inner love will be sensible, but our outward light needs to be visible. So, what did the Bible say in, in these scriptures that we're looking at? Paul was admonishing the Greek, um, the, uh, the Ephesian church. They had said, walk in the light, not as in darkness. Walking in darkness. He lists so many things that he lists. Sexual immorality, impurities, um, uncleanness, greediness, obscenity, foolish talking, cause jokes that he compares that to walking in the light with thanksgiving, with goodness, with righteousness, with truth. See, in Christ, not only are we children of light, we are meant to be light itself. In the Greek world, they understood this because they were surrounded by uh, all sorts of um, immorality. In fact, we don't need to go back to the first century. We need to just look at our world that we live in. In the Greek world, they had a, the, God of, um, um, the goddess of Aphrodite. She was a goddess of love, the goddess of pleasure, the goddess of promiscuity. And so they understood when Paul was speaking to them in this audience. So we ought to walk in love. We ought to walk as children of the light. Paul was teaching them, like, look, we have to look at this. Once you come in Christ, there has to be a distinction in the way you live, not like the people in darkness. We also have to choose carefully how we walk wisely in the light and not foolishly in darkness. So goodness is from God. The Bible tells us that God is good. Matthew chapter 19 verse 17, Jesus said, there's only one good person and it's God the Father. Righteousness is, comes from Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 5 verse 17 to 18 that Jesus is our gift of righteousness. The Bible also tells us that truth is promoted through the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of truth. John chapter 14, verse 17. He will lead us to all truth. So how do we achieve this? How do we get into righteousness? And how do we walk in the light? How do we live by love and by light? We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Go back again to when um, Al was doing super gang. He said uh, another meaning of Deborah is be. We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5, 15 to 18. Be very careful how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand that the Lord, what the lost will is. Do not get drunk on wine which lead to debauchery, but instead be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Look, grace is a privilege and a gift. 
We learn that from our sitting position. Grace is a privilege and a, and a gift. However, grace is also a responsibility and an obligation to you and I. The only way we can succeed in our work, the only way we can fulfill this responsibility and obligation is when we are filled with the Holy Spirit constantly. You know, like a car which is going on a journey, you always need to make sure your fuel is full or is, is, is not empty. Sometimes we run empty. Sometimes we leak. And sometimes, you know, when you're going to, those of you in Bishop Stockford, if you're going to go on an M11, you're going to drive down to London and you look at the gauge on, on your dashboard and it lights up, uh, it's lights up empty. You have to think, think twice. Am I going to step on the M11 and get to the junction six before my car dies out or not? Or what do you do? You fill up before you go. Sometimes we leak by the virtue of the fact that we are living this Christian life. We are living in this world and we are humans and we are flesh. Sometimes we leak. Therefore, we need constant filling. We can only walk in love when we are filled and when we are not depleted by the power of the Holy Spirit. From this, all the virtues of our walking and our life will flow. Watch my knee in his book that we are reading, which is... Uh, Sit, walk, stand says that allow yourself to be continually filled. It is not a crisis as at Pentecost, but a state we are to be in at all time. And it's not something external but internal, not a question of spiritual gifts and manifestation outwardly, but the personal presence and activity of the Holy Spirit within our spirit, guaranteeing that the light in the vessel will burn undimmed long after midnight, if need be. Church, we need to be filled. We cannot run on empty. We cannot run as we leak. And then the last part of this scriptures that we're reading said, once we are filled, our gathering will be filled with singing and joy. Our gathering will be filled with thanksgiving. Our gathering will be filled with honor and respect for each other, submission to each other. So how can we be imitators of God? How can the world know that we are imitators of Christ? We call ourselves Christians, little Christ. Can they see that in us? Can we imitate the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ as we demonstrate to one another? Can they see the shining light of Jesus Christ in this dark world, we ought to be imitators of Christ. If you're listening to me today and uh, maybe you haven't got that relationship with Christ in you, I'd like to give you an opportunity, an opportunity that you can meet the Christ that we're talking about, that you can be called a Christian as we profess. Because, you know, like, a, like I use the car analogy, We've been filled with the Holy Spirit and we constantly need refilling. You know, if you are not a believer, you're probably not filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, it's like having a, a diesel car and you're running and you, you fill it up with, with petrol and it, it just doesn't work properly. You need to be filled with the right type of spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. And Jesus wants to come into your life today. So if you're listening to me or watching me on YouTube or you're watching me on Zoom, um, I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you. And if you can ask Jesus into your life 
And if you ask Jesus in your life, he will fill you with a new spirit. He will change you. He will change you and make you a new person. He'll give you the same access that we have, that we can get into the presence of God. And I want you to pray this prayer with me. If you want to get in touch with any of us here um, in the next 15 minutes, you can use a contribution number, which will be coming up soon. Or you can contact us throughout the next of the week, throughout the week uh, at hello at um, ccbs.org.uk um, so that you can, somebody can have a chat with you. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, I thank you for opportunity that we can be called Christians. If there is anyone here that is, who doesn't know you and praying with us today, Lord, I pray the Lord, you open your eyes that they can accept you and you can come into their heart and come and be the Lord of their life. Lord Jesus, I pray that you forgive them the same way you've forgiven us. Give them the same grace that you've given us so that we can have the same access that they can have, Lord. I pray the Lord, you wash away their sin. And I pray the Lord, they will accept you and leave us new creations. And they can walk in the light and the love that you've given us. Lord, as Christians who are listening to me today, Lord, we pray the Lord, if we've been leaking, if we've been running dry or empty, I pray that you fill us with the Holy Spirit, that you empower us to walk in this world so that we can be the light for everybody to see and we can shine for all to see. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to hand over to Peter and I hope you have enjoyed the rest of the day. God bless you. Thank you, Chrissy, so much. That was so much in there for us to think on and meditate on and go back to. Uh, so much truth. I was sent in a prophetic word during a little earlier part of the meeting uh, about leaking. And it's interesting that Questy's referred to that. So I think I should just add this in. That one of the things that can happen for us as Christians is that we can kind of leak and drift from uh, being full of the Spirit. And sometimes that can happen because of stuff that's gone on in our lives and things that have been really difficult. And if you recognize that you, that troubles, difficulties have caused you to leak, uh, to drift from God, then I'd like to ask you to contact Maureen at the Community Church uh, office.org.uk on the email there. And she can put you in touch with the Transforming Prayer Team, who will be very, very pleased to meet up with you remotely, online. Uh, and God is doing stuff remotely and online as well as he does when we were meeting face-to-face. -face. And they'd be very, very pleased to be able to pray with you and help you on that journey. So God bless you all. We're going to say goodbye to our YouTube viewers um, right now. So it's been Lovely to have you with us as well. If you would like to join us on Zoom, then do hang on and the Zoom joining information is going to come up on your screen for a moment so that you can transfer across and there are going to be opportunity to join small groups and to have some conversation and pray for each other as well. But as for now, we're going to say goodbye to you on YouTube and we're going to continue just with Zoom. Good morning, church. Good to see everybody's faces on Zoom. Uh, it's my first time preaching with Zoom in front of me to see all the congregation as well as those over here. So it's really, really strange, but God's good. And uh, um, we praise God that we are able to do church this way 
one way or the other. So um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kwesi and I am continuing our theme and our, our topics that we're doing on sit, walk, stand um, as we take the book of Ephesians and break it down for it to speak to us in, in, you know, in God's way um, and also as we reflect on this little book by Watchman Nee called Sit, Walk, Stand, um, which is uh, kind of reverberates what the scriptures are saying in, in Ephesians. So I'm continuing that theme and I'm still, we are today on the walk part of the theme, which is our life in the world. You know, walking is the, is the practical living which involves our relationship with each other. And uh, to walk really means to conduct ourselves, to comport ourselves um, to others, to other one's behavior. Um, and in a state that, you know, it, it is practical. If sit denotes our position in, uh, in, in, in Christ or in heaven where we find ourselves, as we've been here in the last couple of weeks, sitting shows our position, especially if you look at the cross, the vertical position. Then our walk is considered the horizontal position, which is our relationship with, with each other and the people around us. So we are going to carry on today. And today we are focusing on the part of Ephesians chapter 5. And um, we, I'm taking on verse 1 to 21. And I'm going to read from the Bible because, you know, the Bible is the best commentary we can ever think of. And therefore, you know, as we read together, we will, we will digest it and we'll, we'll let it speak to us ourselves. I'm going to read from NIV version as it comes up on your screen in front of you. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dear, dearly beloved children, and live a life of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But amongst you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be any obscenity, foolish talk or cause joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For, for of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure or greedy person, such a man is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with, with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath come upon those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. Verse 8, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Leave us children of light, for the fruit of the light consists of goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to, meet, to mention them um, what disobedient, the disobedient do in secret. But everything, but, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible. For it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it is said, I wake, all, I wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Verse 15, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. 
Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, Al was talking about B as the meaning of Deborah in when we're looking to Supergang. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord always, giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. You see, this is important for us to see what imitators means. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 tells us that we should be imitators of God. Be imitators of God, dearly beloved one, and walk in love. Imitation, the word imitation comes from the Greek word mimesis. And the main part of training of a Greek orator, where they have learned things from theory, and then they go on to imitation, and before they go on to practice. I remember myself when uh, I was in medical school and I was doing surgical training, um, I had a, a, a tutor, uh, a, an old, star, old school um, surgeon known as Mr. Fieldman. And he, I remember him teaching me in Stepney Green Hospital, the old Stepney Green Hospital, I don't think it exists anymore. And he said, in surgical training, you need to learn the theory. He said, you can see you can read everything from the textbooks, a browse, which is a textbook we used to use. And he said, don't just browse it, just assimilate the theory. But also you need to watch me when I practice. Watch me when I suture. Watch me when I throw, throw the, the threads. Watch me when, when I make the stitches. And also you can be able to put that into practice. It's one of those things that we learn on, on, on the course that, you know, you see one, you, you do one and you teach one. And that is, that is the way it has been. In the same way, in the, Greek, uh, in the Greek world, the orators understood how to be imitators of their teachers. See, when we sit, we sit in grace and truth. And that was a, a good position for us to be in. That is a good position for us to assume in. But when we walk, we walk in love and in light. Our Christian walk needs to grow deep from the grace and the truth of the sitting position to a sensible and visible love and light in our walking position. So let's look at love and light. The scripture tells us that God is love. God is love. First John chapter 4 verse 8 tells us that whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. The Bible also tells us in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, that God is light. In him, there is no darkness. So grace is the expression of love and love is the source of grace. In the same way, truth is the revelation of light and light is the origin of truth. God's love is revealed through Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that his sacrifice, his sacrifice on the cross to give us forgiveness so that you and I will have access to the presence of God. He said we should imitate Jesus in this way, in his love. In the same way we love one another, in the same way we forgive one another. Jesus is also known as the light of the world. 1 John chapter 1 verse 4. In him was life and the life was the light of men. We imitate Jesus in this. We are the light of this world. 
We have to shine in this dark world. We have to shine in the dark world. You know, the world will only see the way we walk. They don't really understand the way we sit. Because our sitting position comes to a revelation when we know who we are in Christ. But to the world, the only Bible they will read is how we walk, how we conduct ourselves, how we comport ourselves. We ought to be the light of this world. We ought to imitate Jesus who is the light of this world. Our inner love will be sensible, but our outward light needs to be visible. So, what did the Bible say in, in these scriptures that we're looking at? Paul was admonishing the Greek, um, the, uh, the Ephesian church. They had said, walk in the light, not as in darkness. Walking in darkness. He lists so many things that he lists. Sexual immorality, impurities, um, uncleanness, greediness, obscenity, foolish talking, cause jokes that he compares that to walking in the light with thanksgiving, with goodness, with righteousness, with truth. See, in Christ, not only are we children of light, we are meant to be light itself. In the Greek world, they understood this because they were surrounded by uh, all sorts of um, immorality. In fact, we don't need to go back to the first century. We need to just look at our world that we live in. In the Greek world, they had a, the, God of, um, um, the goddess of Aphrodite. She was a goddess of love, the goddess of pleasure, the goddess of promiscuity. And so they understood when Paul was speaking to them in this audience. So we ought to walk in love. We ought to walk as children of the light. Paul was teaching them, like, look, we have to look at this. Once you come in Christ, there has to be a distinction in the way you live, not like the people in darkness. We also have to choose carefully how we walk wisely in the light and not foolishly in darkness. So goodness is from God. The Bible tells us that God is good. Matthew chapter 19 verse 17, Jesus said, there's only one good person and it's God the Father. Righteousness is, comes from Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 5 verse 17 to 18 that Jesus is our gift of righteousness. The Bible also tells us that truth is promoted through the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of truth. John chapter 14, verse 17. He will lead us to all truth. So how do we achieve this? How do we get into righteousness? And how do we walk in the light? How do we live by love and by light? We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Go back again to when um, Al was doing Supergang. He said uh, another meaning of Deborah is be. We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5, 15 to 18. Be very careful how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand that the Lord, what the lost will is. Do not get drunk on wine which lead to debauchery, but instead be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Look, grace is a privilege and a gift. We learn that from our sitting position. Grace is a privilege and a, and a gift. However, grace is also a responsibility and an obligation to you and I. 
the only way we can succeed in our work, the only way we can fulfill this responsibility and obligation is when we are filled with the Holy Spirit constantly. You know, like a car which is going on a journey, you always need to make sure your fuel is full or is, is, is not empty. Sometimes we run empty. Sometimes we leak. And sometimes, you know, when you're going to, those of you in Bishop Stockford, if you're going to go on an M11, you're going to drive down to London and you look at the gauge on, on your dashboard and it lights up, uh, it lights up empty. You have to think, think twice. Am I going to step on the M11 and get to the junction six before my car dies out or not? Or what do you do? You fill up before you go. Sometimes we leak by the virtue of the fact that we are living this Christian life. We are living in this world and we are humans and we are flesh. Sometimes we leak. Therefore, we need constant filling. We can only walk in love when we are filled and when we are not depleted by the power of the Holy Spirit. From this, all the virtues of our walking and our life will flow. Watch my knee in his book that we are reading, which is... Uh, Sit, walk, stand says that allow yourself to be continually filled. It is not a crisis as at Pentecost, but a state we are to be in at all time. And it's not something external but internal, not a question of spiritual gifts and manifestation outwardly, but the personal presence and activity of the Holy Spirit within our spirit, guaranteeing that the light in the vessel will burn undimmed long after midnight, if need be. Church, we need to be filled. We cannot run on empty. We cannot run as we leak. And then the last part of this scriptures that we're reading said, once we are filled, our gathering will be filled with singing and joy. Our gathering will be filled with thanksgiving. Our gathering will be filled with honor and respect for each other and submission to each other. So how can we be imitators of God? How can the world know that we are imitators of Christ? We call ourselves Christians, little Christ. Can they see that in us? Can we imitate the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ as we demonstrate to one another? Can they see the shining light of Jesus Christ in this dark world, we ought to be imitators of Christ. If you're listening to me today and uh, maybe you haven't got that relationship with Christ in you, I'd like to give you an opportunity, an opportunity that you can meet the Christ that we're talking about, that you can be called a Christian as we profess. Because, you know, like, uh, like I use the car analogy, We've been filled with the Holy Spirit and we constantly need refilling. You know, if you are not a believer, you're probably not filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, it's like having a, a diesel car and you're running and you, you fill it up with, with petrol and it, it just doesn't work properly. You need to be filled with the right type of spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. And Jesus wants to come into your life today. So if you're listening to me or watching me on YouTube or you're watching me on Zoom, um, I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you. And if you can ask Jesus into your life, and if you ask Jesus into your life, he will fill you with a new spirit. He will change you. He will change you and make you a new person. He will give you the same access that we have, that we can get into the presence of God.
And I want you to pray this prayer with me. If you want to get in touch with any of us here um, in the next 15 minutes, you can use the contribution number, which will be coming up soon. Or you can contact us throughout the next of the week, throughout the week uh, at hello at um, ccbs.org.uk um, so that you can, somebody can have a chat with you. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, I thank you for opportunity that we can be called Christians. If there is anyone here that is, who doesn't know you and praying with us today, Lord, I pray the Lord, you open your eyes that they can accept you and you can come into their heart and come and be the Lord of their life. Lord Jesus, I pray that you forgive them the same way you've forgiven us. Give them the same grace that you've given us so that we can have the same access that they can have, Lord. I pray the Lord, you wash away their sin. And I pray the Lord, they will accept you and leave us new creations. And they can walk in the light and the love that you've given us. Lord, as Christians who are listening to me today, Lord, we pray the Lord, if we've been leaking, if we've been running dry or empty, I pray that you fill us with the Holy Spirit, that you empower us to walk in this world so that we can be the light for everybody to see and we can shine for all to see. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.